Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code MEATINKS. Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tanks. Hope you're all doing great. Hope everyone's weekend was lit or not lit in the case of us doing dry January. I'm recording this right before I go to a spa solo uh, this weekend. I'm going to do a lot of journaling and kind of set my intentions for the year because I feel as though I didn't have a lot of alone time just because my boyfriend was here for three and a half weeks. My family was here and I didn't have any like true weird juju witch time which I really really crave at the beginning of the year so taking myself to a spa gonna get a lot of weird treatments lord knows I love a treatment okay that one thing about me is you want to electrocute me cup me uh rub my body in sea moss gel you want to slather me in mud and cook me over a slow roasted flame you can do it I will try any treatment. I love a treatment. Absolutely love. So I'll give you a a review next week. But I've heard really good things about this spa from a lot of rich moms. So I hope it's good. I was going to go for five days. And then I was like, ah, that might, I might go like kind of nuts. So I'm just going for the weekend. And it's a great activity to do because I'm not drinking right now. 
Uh, Jen Shaw. So we just got the news that she got 6.5 years, also known as six and a half years, stinks, in prison. I'm shocked because to me, when I remember watching the reunion where Andy said, oh, yeah, you could get a maximum of 50 years. And then everyone was saying it could be 30. And then people were like, no, it's going to be 12. And now it's 6.5. I want to start by saying I have absolutely no concept of the legal system, like literally none, which is embarrassing because both my parents are lawyers. But I really don't know. A lot of you guys were DMing me saying it's because she pled guilty that she got less, which I I guess, I mean, I guess I understand that. But surely if someone is telling you that they did something, um, they should get more time. I don't know. Uh, and I'm just so fascinated as to her decision to stay on the show. And I really wonder if it had any effect on her sentencing because she... Okay, when I was watching the show this week, it's also like insane timing. Like, I, I I think it is absolutely insane that the the timing of the show that they got all this on camera. And I have a couple of points. So first of all, the fact that the just the timing, the fact that Bravo was like filming at this time, and the fact that they got it all. I mean, it's the same with her arrest, right? It's insane. It reminds me of. I don't know if you guys remember when there was that Anthony Weiner scandal many years ago. They were. Um, the the politician in New York had like a, a sexting scandal and they, they were filming a documentary at the time of it breaking. And I just remember thinking, wow, the luck of those documentarians and, you know, for this film, it's insane. And that's kind of how I feel about Bravo and Jen Shaw. The timing is insanity. And the show for me is getting a little bit difficult to watch in the sense of, um, okay. This is, I'm not going on a tangent. I'll just like, wait, okay. The show for me is getting a little bit difficult to watch because although I understand Jen to be a malicious and hurtful person, and I really do, I think it's just uncomfortable to watch anyone who is spiraling and knowing their fate, right? It's just not, a, it's not a comfortable thing to watch. So I'm fully appreciating she's, a bad person and I'm I quite frankly shocked that her sentence was so low but it's you can see she's spinning out right you can see she's spiraling throwing the champagne on I forgot her name's head um you know I kind of think that she punched Heather that's my guess is that she punched Heather and Heather is for some reason doesn't want to say because maybe it would make her sentence looks worse or whatever and just her demeanor is getting more and more frazzled and it's just very uncomfortable to watch, like to to see that these intimate moments in the lead up to um, her sentencing. And she knows, right? Because I, I mean, here's another question for you guys. Do you think that she, this is what I asked my boyfriend because I've got him hooked on Salt Lake now. I was like, in her head, do you think that she thinks she's guilty? That's always so fascinating to me. It's like, that's such a split between criminals, uh, like people who genuinely in their mind know that they've done something wrong but just got caught or people who are so delusional they're like no I actually didn't do anything wrong and obviously it's different for like violent crimes versus things like this fraud um and whatever but it's just such an interesting split I have a weird hunch that Jen is so delusional she actually doesn't believe that she, she's done something wrong like I think that she knows she's in trouble but I think in her head she doesn't feel bad 
I don't think she shows any remorse. I mean, obviously not because she's like in denial on the show, going on all these trips, like talking about herself the whole time. And it's like, I don't know. It's interesting. It's also interesting because I think if you see anyone talk about their family and like being away from their family, I, I, I feel bad for her family because I don't think they knew. Like, I don't feel bad for her. Like, you shit you know you she shit the bed like what's that phrase it's like don't shit where you eat I don't know whatever you make your bed that's what I was trying to say is that you know she made her bed now she's got a lie in it but if you watch any mother cry about not being there for her son's like life you feel bad I mean at least I do I do I'm I don't know maybe that just means I'm a super compassionate person I don't know but I think you can hold someone accountable and and like know that they're they've done wrong and want them to pay but also like have compassion for the situation because it it is it that made me sad like to watch um I you know it's not her family's fault that she's like a fraudulent nasty person um I will be so interested to watch the finale next week and then the reunion of course and she's going to prison in February so I wonder if they'll try and like do a special I remember when Teresa Judice went to jail she did I think she did a um I think she did a special with Andy before and then right after. It's so funny because like Teresa and I don't remember what exactly they did. I think kind of the same thing like tax evasion or no, no, sorry. I take that back. It that's not the same thing at all. I think that they did tax evasion and and Jen actually like literally preyed on elderly people and disabled people, which is like so awful. Um I remember when Teresa came home from jail and like she came in the door. I'm actually going to start crying now. She came in the door and she's like, my girls, my girls. And I was fucking sobbing. Like, go look it up on YouTube. I genuinely feel like Teresa is one of the only housewives who has changed like her personality. It's very hard to change your personality as an adult. And I really think she has. And I think that her time in prison like really changed her for the better. I don't know if the same will happen to Jen. I really feel like Jen is a person with very little empathy for others. I think she's incredibly selfish. I think I think like her kid and coach is like the only times when I really see her have like a human aspect but like I don't think that she is a warm person I don't think she thinks of others um at all to be honest with you so I am in a way shocked that the women still are rallying around her like especially Heather and stuff knowing all this I mean even if you didn't know I don't know that's a difficult question right because it's like if you if your friend was accused of something and they were genuinely your friend, like obviously you should stick by them if you believe that they didn't do it. But my thought is like she's not really that close with any of them. She like th- she's not real friends with any of them except for the woman who she spilled um the champagne on her head and like look how she's treating her. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like she was like super best friends, like actual girls with all of them and then this happened I would be like, "Okay, I understand why they're like standing by her." And I'm just saying, like, even passively, like, if I really thought that someone had had, uh, you know, scammed old people and disabled people like in my circle, I'd be like, I'm not fucking hanging out with you. Like, this is terrible. So it's interesting, especially someone that I didn't like or that wasn't that nice to me or that I didn't have a deep friendship. It was it was my best friend. I'd stand by them. I'd be like, you know what? I got you like until the end, until we figure this out. But 
it's tricky. So, um, also someone wrote to me and said, she's probably not even going to serve 6.5 years, uh, because you know, good behavior and all that. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Very interesting. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery thriller whodunit and it is so scary and it's so emotive and I literally was addicted to it I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog new audible members can try audible now for free for 30 days visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500 500 that's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500 500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. 
Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified and I just know I can feel very safe using everything my mom loves it too I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it she is a big fan of the body oil she just loves how soft it makes her skin feel it is the best the Andaria algae body oil is seriously one of a kind like I said that's my mom's favorite it's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity it leaves skin silky soft and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Today, I want to talk about one of the most commonly asked questions and moral quandaries, if you will, that I get asked on the radio show, in the DM, on Ask Me Anything. Okay. Should you tell a friend if you hate their boyfriend? Now, this is a very complex question. And because I get asked it so frequently, I have come up with a uh, kind of a quick answer, a kind of a general rule, although there are lots of caveats and I do believe context is necessary with this. So generally when someone calls and they're like, you know, I don't like my, my friend's boyfriend, like blah, 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 blah. Um, I say, uh, you have one shot to tell them. I'm going to put a pin in that. Let's, let's back up here. Let's, let's delve into why this is so painful. Okay. I think extremely highly of my girlfriends, like especially my college friends. I mean, all of my friends, but I, I just think that the world of them, I'm obsessed with them. I think that they're rock stars. Like I would watch reality shows with them because I find them so interesting. They're smart. They're kind. I fucking love my friends. And for a long time in my 20s, I had unrealistic standards of who I wanted my friends to be with. Like I wanted them to be with men that I dreamt up in my head. Okay. I wanted them to be with guys who looked like Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid, but had the bank account of Drake and had um the looks of fucking Ryan Gosling and the smarts of Albert Einstein. Okay, that's who I wanted for my friends. And any guy that came around that wasn't that magical fictional person that I made in my head, I was like, Ugh. I was like, trash, trash. Don't even get near her. What's insane is that I actually had higher standards for my friends than I did for myself. We can talk about that on a different pod. But anyway. I was always just so like turning my nose up at guys. I wasn't rude to them, but secretly and sometimes not so secretly, I'd be like, mm, my friends are better than these fucking rat ass dudes. Um, and that's OK for a little while, because honestly, most guys who are under the age of 27 are kind of ratty and like not good enough. Um, but. 
Okay, then you start to get into like the more serious relationships, right? Then people start to really date people outside of your clique, you know, because when you're in your young 20s, people kind of date like, oh, friends of friends and you're all in the group and whatever. And then you start to get to the splinter era. We've talked about that before. And, you know, people start meeting literally random people that they meet on dating apps or whatever and they bring them around and you're like, all of a sudden you have this guy named Theo in your fucking kitchen for your friend's dinner and you're like, who is Theo? What, who who are you to fuck my friend and to come to my group outings with my friend group? Sometimes Theo is great. Sometimes he's lovely and he, you know, brings all the roommates donuts on a Saturday morning or he picks you up when you're, you know, you guys get a flat tire or he drives you to the concert. Like sometimes Theo is great and sometimes Theo sucks ass. And it's painful. It's really painful. I would say the most common variant of this question that I get is you guys calling and being like, he's not a bad guy. I just don't like him. He's just not that cool. You know, he's just like, he just annoys me. And he, he's like, he always speaks at the wrong time in the conversation. Okay. I get it. I get it. I've been there. And I had some times where I, I dug my heels in so hard about a friend's boyfriend. And guess what? It blew up in my face. Okay. It blew up in my face. So let's go through all of the different options, like all of the different scenarios. Okay. Let's start with the most extreme option, which I hope none of you have to go through, but I just want to get it out the way so that you know I'm not talking about this. If you think your friend is actually in danger, like actual danger, you think he's he's a bad person, of course, step in. Go to her family, get a bunch of friends together, sit her down. Like if you think that he is in any way being emotionally abusive or God forbid, even worse, actually abusive, help her. Like just do what you need to do by any means necessary. I hope none none of you out there ever have to go through that um, and have a friend who is dating an actually bad guy with a capital B. Okay, now let's go move on to the all the other common ones. So um, number one. He's nice, but he's a loser and you don't like hanging with him. Super common. I would say that's like 50% of them, right? And that sucks and it's annoying. And for a while I was like, I'm not, like, I don't want to hang with him. Like, no, no, no. Like, you, you know, you can't bring this Theo guy around, like being a bitchy about him. Okay, here's the thing. Your friend ending up with someone who's nice and treats her well, but he's just kind of a loser. It's par for the course. Here's the thing, you guys, especially for you young gals out, out there a good chunk of your friends will end up with guys that you think are not that cool. And that's okay. As long as they treat them well, and as long as your friend is happy, that's what really matters, okay? It's a hard pill to swallow, okay? Especially for those of us who have a hard time growing up. I hate change, and I hate the idea that, I like, when I was in my young 20s, when when I thought about us all not being a big group of friends, I felt sick to my stomach, right? And therefore, I was even more uh, judgmental to, like, outsiders. And I was like, oh, I don't want any new people in the group. I want all of my girlfriends to marry all of my guy friends and for us to live in a commune and whatever. And, like, that's just not possible, right? So what should you do if he's nice, but he's a loser and you don't – he's kind of annoying when your friend brings him around? Nothing. If he treats her well and if she's happy, you got to just – let her be. Now, maybe she'll break up with him and be like, oh, that guy was actually kind of a loser. And then down the line, you can be like, yeah, to be honest with you, his jokes weren't funny, yada, yada, yada. But he treats her well. She's happy, but he's kind of a loser. You just got to 
say, chalk that up to statistics. Some of your friends going to end up with people that you just wouldn't want to get a beer with. And that's okay. Okay. Number two. This is a nuanced one. You personally think that your friend could do better. This is different to him being a loser. Okay, it's slightly different. You personally think that she can do better. So there's two roads with this one. There's the one which is like what I was when I was younger, where it's like, you know, you just have unrealistically high, high standards for your friends and he's not that hot or like, you know, she used to date a really hot guy and now this guy's kind of a, you know, he's kind of like a six or whatever. Uh, or like he's like doesn't have an exciting job or whatever. You personally think she can do it better, but it's like, you know, it's not really that serious. In that case, we go back to the advice for the first one. You do nothing, okay? You just have to check yourself and be like, am I being real or are my standards unrealistically high? The second road with this is like if she's dating a guy who's like a leech, so he's not like a bad guy, but like he doesn't have a job and he's just like staying with your friend or like she pays for everything or like little things like that where you're like she could be with a guy who's more her equal. Right. Or like he's kind of just like dragging down her vibe. Like if it's genuine, if you can point to like five or six actual instances of like, no, you could actually be with a person who doesn't need you to pick them up from the bar because they're so drunk every weekend or whatever. If you can pick out specific instances and I'm not I'm not saying gossip, but I'm saying if your entire friend group is like in agreement you're all kind of like, damn, like she pays for every single meal or like, damn, he literally said he was going to get a job and like he hasn't and it's been a year or whatever. Now we do the say it once and then you leave it alone clause. Okay. So I think in this case, you have one shot to say it and then you've got to leave it because I do think it's important for friends to hear what their friends think if it's in an instance like this. But you can't say it constantly. You can't just be like shitting on their boyfriend 24-7. Like if it's your roommate, just be like, ugh, God, is, I'll use a different name for this one, is is Jack really coming around? Like J- Jack doesn't have a job yet. Jack didn't pay for that. Blah, blah, blah. Jack, Jack, Jack. Because then your friend, all that does is like annoy your friend. And probably on some subconscious level, or maybe not subconscious, your friend knows that Jack is like not good enough for her, right? And that's a really difficult place to be in that I've also been. I've also been on the other side where it's like, I know that the guy isn't good. Like he's not right, right? But you don't really want all your friends to be telling you all the time, like, you know, he's not good enough. He's not good enough because it stresses you out and it makes you feel like you're trapped in the middle. People have to come to things in their own time, largely. Now, Again, I do think it's important for your close friends to tell you what you what you what they think, but not belabor the point. Say it. You know, it, it's extra good if the, if your friend is like, "Hey, by the way, like what do you think of Jack?" And then you say calmly, "Listen, I think the fucking world of you, dude. And I just kind of wish that you were with someone who followed through on his promises or, you know, he said he was going to get a job last year. It's been 9 months and he hasn't even applied. He just sits on the couch playing Call of Duty every day and you cook for him and like I just want you to know that you I, we think the I think the world of you 
and you do deserve to be with someone who's your equal and who props you up and who makes you feel sparkly. And I'm not here to judge, but I just wanted you to know that. And then shut the fuck up. Because once the seed is planted, that's all you need to do. Okay. And it, on the contrary, not only should you not bring it up again, you should be super supportive to your friend. Because again, usually people know on some level if someone's not good enough for them, right? Usually they know in their gut. Okay. So the last thing they need is to feel like, oh my God, I need to break up with him, but my friends hate him and like just trapped and like alone. Just say it and leave it. It's the most powerful thing you can do. Okay. Next example. He makes your friend change in a negative way. This one is also really nuanced, right? Because it's like, okay, is it boyfriend sickness? If it's just like a mild case of boyfriend sickness, leave it. But if they're like two, if they're like a year, two years in, and your friend is like continuing, continuing to change in a negative way, not hanging out with you guys, um, maybe she stopped doing her favorite hobbies, or you know, maybe she's like doing bad. At, like for example, I had an instance in my twenties where like I even though I didn't like my job, like I always like to try hard at work. And my boyfriend at the time, who was a very mean person, he insisted that I would make him breakfast every day. And it made me late all the time. And I got in trouble at work. I kept getting in trouble because he would be like, no, I want you to make me like eggs and bacon. Don't ask why I did this. I need to do a whole pot on this. But like, you know, it wasn't like me. It certainly wasn't like me. You guys are probably like, what fucking tinks was that who would sit and make a man breakfast so that she was late to work? I don't fucking know. Okay. My brain was really scrambled at that time. But like, that's really negative, right? If you see your friend giving up things that she cares about or things that she loves for this person, and it continues to get worse and worse and worse. And then I do think, again, say something, say it meaningfully. Do not say it drunk. I forgot to say say that with the other um, thing, like with the other example, rather. Um, Never have these conversations drunk. And I understand, especially if you're in your younger 20s, like it's really scary to say these things when you're not drunk. And sometimes if you're drunk and you're all out at the bar and he's there, you know, you want to go like, fuck Jack, like we all hate Jack because you're drunk and you're feeling, you know, more powerful and more articulate don't because it's going to have you lose all credibility with your friend. Okay. The best time to do a talk like this is like you guys are on a rich mom walk together or you guys are on a trip together or again, ideal situation. Your friend brings it up. She's like, oh, you know, I haven't been to rock climbing in like six months because Jack thinks it's lame and I really miss it. Boom. That's when you strike. That's when you strike. Say it meaningfully try to stay out of accusations and say stuff like I feel like you're sad because you gave up this hobby that you love or I feel like you don't um feel as as bright because you're not hanging out with our friend group as much and we miss you stuff like that as much as possible try to frame it like that and don't be like Jack fucking blows we all hate him we all bitch about him blah blah blah, blah. don't do that okay So those are like the main examples that I have experienced and can think of. Um, And now you're probably thinking, well, Tinks, what if we tell her and she's not receptive? (sighs) Okay, here's the tough thing about this. If you do the if you do them, tell them once and leave it alone method. Ninety nine percent of the time, it won't have an immediate effect. 
because these things take time. You're in a relationship with someone, you know, especially if it's complicated, it's messy. Your friend tells you, you need a second to digest. Like I had friends tell me for a year about my bad boyfriend when I was in my 20s. And I consider myself a pretty strong person. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. The entire second year of my relationship was like awful. And I knew it was awful. And I knew my friends hated him. And I knew my mom hated him. But them telling me didn't give me the strength to do it faster. I just had to come to it in my own time. And that's something key that I want you to keep in your mind during all this is like people have to learn their own lessons and come to things in their own time. And the best thing that you can do is be supportive. The best thing you can do. Just like block Jack out of your mind. Block Theo out of your mind. It's your friend who matters. And you don't have to hang out with him, right? Like you're not obligated to invite fucking Jack and Theo to everything. Have a girls night. Say, oh yeah, no, we're just doing like we're watching a show. Like we're watching a movie, just girls tonight, whatever. Leave, you know, hang out with your friend alone or just say, hey, let's do something just you and I. Let's go on a hike or, you know, go get pedicures. I miss you. Like let's catch up. That's so important. And one last thing. It's human nature to talk about people. Like it's human nature to gossip. And, you know, especially if your whole friend group hates the guy, of course, you're going to talk about him. But here's the thing. It gets back to people. Whatever you say about someone will eventually get back to them. Like that is a true fucking fact. Okay. And it's even worse for the person in the in the bad relationship or the dating the dating the dud. If they know that every single other person in the friend group is like talking about their boyfriend nonstop. So I understand the impulse to bitch about someone's boyfriend and it's fun, right? Let's just all hold hands and agree. Like it's so fun when everyone breaks the seal and everyone's like, oh my God, how much does Jack blow? And everyone's like, he fucking blows. He's not funny. He's ugly, blah, 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 like blah, you know, whatever. And you, you just, it's like wildfire. It catches. Try not to do it, okay? Try to only talk about your friend and like if they're okay and like what you guys think you're going to do and who's going to talk to them or whatever, but just don't bitch nonstop because they can feel it and it's not nice. I, I definitely, I regret doing that. Like I had friends who were dating guys in their 20s and I would just use it as fodder for like the group chat just like shitting on their boyfriends no one's good enough for my friend this guy's a fucking clown blah 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 and like I regret that you know it's not nice it's not nice I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say about all this so dm me or email me your experiences with this or maybe you were on the other side of it maybe your friends all sat you down and told you that they hate your boyfriend what effect did it have on you uh I'm gonna be reading out more dms I really love them and you guys are so insightful so I think they're a phenomenal way to close the loop on these conversations that we're having so feel free and I'll screenshot them and and read them out um maybe next episode I hope you're all gonna have a phenomenal week and if you enjoyed the pod please share it with a friend and hey if you have an idea for the pod DM me also because I read them. I read those babies. Okay, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. I love you all so much. Bye. Shut up. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go, and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming, and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.